Good morning, my friends. We will hold your hand. Isaiah 42, 6. I, the Lord, have called thee in righteousness and will hold thine hand and will keep thee and give thee for a covenant of the people, for a light of the Gentiles. The soul that is yielded to Christ becomes his own fortress, which he holds in a revolted world. And he intends that no authority shall be known in it but his own. A soul thus kept in possession by the heavenly agencies is impregnable to the assault of Satan. Live in contact with the living Christ, and he will hold you firmly by a hand that will never let go. Know and believe the love that God has to us. You are secure. That love is a fortress impregnable to all the delusions and assaults of Satan. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. Nothing is apparently more helpless, yet really more invincible, than the soul that feels its nothingness and relies wholly on the merits of the Savior by prayer, by the study of his word, by faith in his abiding presence. The weakest of human beings may live in contact with the living Christ, and he will hold them by a hand that will never let go. Those whom Christ has forgiven most will love him most. These are they who in the final day will stand nearest to his throne. The angels of glory find their joy in giving, giving love and tireless what care to souls that are fallen and unholy. Heavenly beings woo the hearts of men. They bring to this dark world light from the courts above, a gentle and patient ministry. They move upon the human spirit bring the lost to a fellowship with Christ, which is even closer than they themselves can know. We are Christ's fortress. Let's read the 1828 Dictionary Definition of a Fortress. Any fortified place, a stronghold, a castle, a place of defense or security. So we read that we become his own fortress, and he holds it in security and defends it while still living in a revolted world. So, while we are in the midst of, you know, what is a revolted world? Well, you know Webster Dictionary says, it's open and avowed renunciation of the authority of the government to which one owes allegiance, or the taking of arms traitorously to resist the authority of lawful government. In this case, God's lawful government, well, it seems like God's people are living behind enemy lines, aren't we? Because is our world revolted? Can we see the open and avowed renunciation of God's authority? How about renouncing of the law of his government, especially the one that requires a day to honor him? Has anyone taken arms to resist its authority in these matters? Or his authority in these matters? His authority to require our obedience, his authority to require honor from the creatures he created, or perhaps rather, the revolted world has given their allegiance to the powers that changed those laws. 1 Thessalonians 5, starting with verse 4, tells us, But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Why? Because, well, verse 5 says, You are all the children of light which is knowledge and the word of God, and the children of the day, 
We are not of the night nor of darkness. The final admonition from Paul in verse 6 says, Therefore, let us not sleep as do others or those in the revolted world are sleeping, but let us watch and be sober, for they that sleep sleep in the night, and they that are drunken are drunken in the night or in darkness. Let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet, the hope of salvation. It's the Laodicean church that sleeps in darkness. But we, brothers and sisters, we take Christ's counsel to the Laodiceans in Revelation 3. We've come out of the Laodicean condition, haven't we? Into the Philadelphian, into his marvelous light. What does light represent in God's word? Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. Isaiah 5.20 tells us, Woe to them who call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness. If God's word is a light, then darkness must be their own words. Do you think? Proverbs 6.23 tells us, For the commandment is a lamp and the law is light, and reproofs of instruction are the way of life. Hebrews 12.8 If you are left without discipline in which all have participated then you are illegitimate children and not sons so those who live in darkness drunken with their own words sleeping in darkness refusing Christ's counsel calling evil good and resisting God's authority they may call themselves Christians but they are in a rebellious state of being revolted if it's true rebellion there is no cure if it's not true rebellion they can come to Jesus he will hold your hand. He will lead you to springs of living water and protect you in these dark times. Stand firm for him, brothers and sisters, and for me too. There's a promise. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. First Peter 5.13 Who is he who will harm you if you are followers of what is good? Dear Father, O Thou who dwellest in light and approachable, thank You that we can come boldly before Your throne in Christ. I pray for those who are here with me this morning, the seekers after truth in Your Word. So please, You Lord, protect them in this revolted world. Reveal the path of life, the old path, the good way. Help them to walk therein in peace and security. Please heal their broken hearts and comfort their loneliness. Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I invite you to join me tomorrow morning as we read a little bit, contemplate some things, and go over some promises and pray together. Have a wonderful day.